The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. The word of the day will be at 425. It will be at 425 every day, unless we're not in the air at 425. You know, and it hasn't happened yet, but uh, maybe I'll just throw it out there because I'm the crankier of the two of us. You should be listening at 425. So We at, put our foot down last year. We did. So, you know, don't say you ran into a store or don't whatever. Don't email us and say, oh, please. I missed please, it. No, uh, no, 425. You know, 425 is the time to listen. Here's the other thing. I think there's other ways of going back. And, of course. Oh, the vault. An uh, vault. Yeah, mm. there's our podcast. I, although I don't know that we have that included in our podcast. But yeah, there is ways to go back. But one of them is not to ask us, because we simply can't tell you. 425 is the time we say the word. Uh, In the last half hour prior to Mike Lake and uh, uh, Jaden being in, we were talking about university, and you mentioned, you teased a story that you sent to me the other day, and I I just went, what? What? Uh, The title of which is, uh, the headline is, Is it time for Canadian universities to ban student-professor relationships? And they quote the president of the University of Toronto Students' Union, uh, who says she does not favor a band and calls it a bit of a gray area. So the argument basically, anyone else surprised but that this is a conversation, but it, the, basically the argument kind of comes down to this, that once you reach university, you're an adult. So you make adult decisions. And among those decisions is who you're going to have a relationship with. On the other side of the argument is that these are people whose uh, power over you mm-hmm. uh, can can be life-changing and therefore you should not enter into a relationship with them or they should not enter into a relationship with you. It's an imbalance of power. It definitely is. I In what could be a, a romantic, emotional, sexual relationship. Yeah, that almost has to end badly, doesn't it? Well, you think it's going to end, yeah. Maybe that's the dad in me, but it's like <laughs> that has... It's probably going to end poorly. How does that end well? Because you would assume that most... Here's the other thing. You would assume most university professors and lecturers are not right out of high school, wouldn't you? You would assume that they've established some body of work that has prepared them to be a lecturer or university professor. So I would imagine there's quite a an age gap there and not to be, you know... Well, there's some, you know, different... A maturity like, gap? Yeah, maybe. I think we. Well, I think when we think professor, we think sixty-year-old guy yeah, with, the, with pipe the, and the, the pipe and the patches. Yeah. And, you know, and and that's changed. Uh, I th- I would say oh, I miss those guys <laughs> quite a bit. But when you have someone who is responsible for marking your grades, or have students who are marking your grades, I mean, that's just not. <laughs> It's marking just, your papers. It seems just, like a conversation like, that shouldn't have to take place, doesn't it? Because but apparently, the, this is well, it's a thing, right? Like university campuses are are debating this, and the reason I think it's a gray area is because they're saying that basically the kids are in a gray area. They're they're not children anymore, but they're not. As a professor, aren't you in a gray area? As the professor, as the leader, right. as the adult, the, the 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 older adult, maybe the person in the position of power. Yeah. Well, you know the other aspect of it that we haven't talked about that because I'm not having I you know, I can think back over five years of university and I didn't meet a single professor that I'd be prepared to date. But I'll tell you what, I would have a serious problem with the guy sitting next to me dating uh-huh. me. 
because I'd like to know that I'm being judged as fairly exactly. as that person. Uh-huh. And I think that creates a, a conflict that mm-hmm. doesn't need to be there. It, it just seems like this is a conflict. And I know students, and especially oh, yeah. those involved in student politics, they want to break ground and they want to be, you know, adult and they want to do things that shock everybody. Um, but this would just be wrong. And if, if the argument is that they're adults now, well, you're an adult. You shouldn't be dating Sid. No. Right? You work for him. And you have a husband. I mean, the, aside from that, though. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Right. If we're preparing people, if the universities are, are preparing people for the real world, in the real world, you shouldn't be dating yeah, a but subordinate. In the re- yeah, but in the real world, it, it, does it happens happen. a lot. Yeah. It does happen. And we know the grief that that can cause in a workplace. If you've ever worked <laughs> yeah. in a workplace where someone is having a relationship with someone in power. Well, to be honest with you, and this is sort of a side topic, I don't agree with relationships in the office, mm. period. Mm-hmm. Because even if there's one is not a, a manager yeah. or, sub- or the other a subordinate, it, just gets it gets messy. Ugly, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and if it doesn't end well, it gets even messier. And then we all have to deal with it. Exactly. Then it becomes my problem somehow. <laughs> and you know, it's. I think if I had come home. Yeah. Hmm. With your professor? My dad would have lost his, you know what? Hmm. And that being, you know, a dad who married a secretary. Okay? <laughs> wow. She said that. Well, it's the truth. I've, I've yeah. said that on the air yeah, before. Yeah, oh, I know. Just shocks me every time. Well, trust me, it shocked me, too. She's like 10 <laughs> years sure older than did. me. I'm sure it did. I mean, the only... the only th- My first husband was older than her. <laughs> the only piece of personal I experience I can bring to this conversation is that there came a time when I was in um, a graduate program, so I was taking my MBA, and there was a professor who had not completed everything he needed um, for something he was doing. I think his doctorate. Mm-hmm. So he was taking a class at the same time I was. So he was my professor and my classmate, which was mm. odd, right? Um, but we sat together, and he was a great guy to, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk to because he had all the answers. And we started a friendship where we would go drinking because he was able to go to the grad house, for example, yeah. or, you know, to the whatever their PhD house is, and I wasn't, and some interesting conversations at that place. And at some point, somebody in the department found out that that was taking place and put an end to Mm -hmm. it. And he had to call me into, I'll never forget it, he called me into his office Mm -hmm. and sat me down like a child to tell me that this was done. And it was like, I I didn't start this. Mm -hmm. But, so that's how it used to be. So I guess sometime between 1981, 82 and 2018, students started dating professors? No, I think it's probably, it's been going on, I think it's probably been going on all along. It has been going on all along. Um, well, I, I think would, so, I think some students and uh, and the professors just know that they should or shouldn't, right? Um, I don't know. I want to get. Into Aren't you one. closer to the age of your teacher in grade twelve than you are to your professor in first year of university? Well, uh, let me tell you something. My first year college. Uh oh. Yes. Um. One of our instructors. Mm-hmm was probably not a whole lot older than us, maybe about 10 years older than us. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, 28, Well, I'm 30. nine years older than Carol, so okay. okay. Uh, and I would look back and suggest that... Um, hmm. You take your time. I know, just that um, 
probably that there was um, too much familiarity. Mm. You know, between uh, you and the professor, um, with, with some of the students and uh, and and one of the the professors. Now, um, he called me one night. Oh. He called me once, and I knew that it, I knew that it was wrong, and said, "Okay, this you know can have this conversation." You were the one that knew that. It was I wrong. knew that it was wrong because I well, I'm not I'm not that stupid. I'm 18, 19 <laughs> years old, and your and your teacher was calling you. I was like, mm. "Okay, something's not right there." And then that just that just didn't go any further. But it was like, you shouldn't be doing that. Well, no. Did you tell your dad? Nope. I did not. I'd have taken the second call. I'll tell you that. (laughs) No, no, I didn't didn't tell my dad. Didn't, um, uh, no, didn't. Because at first I thought, oh, you must be like that with everybody. And I realized not necessarily quite like everybody. (laughs) But having said that, that was happening in 1991, 90, when did I go to school? 89, 90, 91. So it's been, yeah, it's been happening. And I think there are some people that will fall very easily into... Uh, whatever trap on on either side, whether it's kind of your you know the 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 student who is is mm-hmm. doing the pressuring, or if it's well, the prof doing the pr- pr- the professor, but er, er, doing the pressuring or pressuring or the advances. But at the end of it all, the the person who is in the position of authority yeah. is the one who is got to be the more responsible one here. Well, yeah, I mean, if you break it down to its simplest components, the primary job of a student is to learn. And the primary job of a teacher is to to teach. teach. And I would think that that would be teaching a very bad lesson to the student, (laughs) that it was appropriate for a teacher to date a student. And I get back to the fact that, again, when you leave high school to go to university, and we talked about this in the last hour, it's quite a leap. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is only a a few months. A few months earlier, you were in high school. That's right. So were we all in agreement that a teacher in high school should not date one of their students. Absolutely. So therefore, are you telling me that over three months, it's okay it now no. becomes appropriate? Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, it, it just isn't. But we've seen, and, you know, not, not but we've seen. One of the things is, in movies over years, I mm. think we have seen that portrayed yeah, it's in the almost a little bit. Professor, uh, right? You know, a little the English ro- guy. romanticized yeah. uh, a little bit something. It's like, no, that's just creepy. <laughs> Just creepy. There was, I did have a professor who taught, of all things, accounting, no judgment here, who used to throw parties at his house all the time or his apartment. And we had a nighttime class. So it was 7 to 8 30 mm. or 7 to 9, I think it might have been. And then we'd head to his place mm. and drink and there was, you know, male and being female. Smoked and male and female, yeah. yeah. Uh, we thought of him as just a really cool guy. Cool guy. But he did not, as far as I know, cross any lines beyond that. And that probably would have been enough to get him fired at the time, too. But, yeah. I, mean, I just can't. I, I, I'm just really surprised that this is... It is cool to hang be- out with people who are more mature, more educated, who are interesting, and more interesting than the kids you graduated from high school with. I understand the, the attraction, but it's that very attraction that makes it wrong for a professor to take advantage of it. That's that's yeah. exactly the problem. Yeah, the, you're in the you're in the position of authority for sure. I, I just I, I just can't believe it's being debated anywhere, anywhere. I know that's that's the funniest part of this story. The, I shouldn't say funny. The oddest part of the story is: is this something we should be looking at? What? This is pants <laughs> to a meeting again. Do we need to put a memo out? Put Don't. your pants on. Do not. In fact, this applies specifically to this situation. <laughs> Keep your pants on. Someone just texted in. 
and said, uh, <laughs> what, what if it's not your prof? Well, it's an interesting question. The thought crossed my mind earlier today when we were talking about this story at our desks and oh my goodness it still seems wrong to me but that's just my personal opinion because there still should be a separation between those who teach and those who learn i think because basically isn't that a very basic management model i mean they're basically management so it still just doesn't seem right to me Another topic is when female doctors or therapists hug their male patients. It can never happen the other way around, it says this person out of Calgary. I saw that. Um, Sharon says, when I was at university, there was a prof in our department who was known to all the students as Lay Frenet. Wow. Nice. Well, ridiculous. Don't crap where you eat. End of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not cool at all. Maybe if it's been a few years on after the class, but it's still gross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my lady anthropology prof had a rep on rep for hitting on students. Wow. Um, our accounting professor ended up marrying a student from our time. We're still friends with both, and uh, they have two successful kids. Well, again, the question is, were they dating at the time? Mm-hmm. So... Um, no, you shouldn't have sex with your prof, LOL. <laughs> 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 Let's just put it out there. Yeah, as I'm just going out the door. Oh, and by the way... Oh, just honey? Yeah. Yes, sweets? One more thing. So when you're at school today, can you please try not to? <laughs> yeah. So here's a weird uh, observation. <laughs> Weirder than what? <laughs> exactly. Weirder than the story we just did. So we're talking about education, and we're talking about appropriateness. Mm. And to, m- to my way of thinking and yours, as we've said, and our listeners have said, it's inappropriate. That's a weird story. It shouldn't even be a story. And then you're like, could there possibly be another story about education that's even less appropriate and weirder than that one? And as good fortune would have it, there is. Oh, gosh. On the first day of school... Oh, boy. <laughs> in a southern Chinese kindergarten... Kindergarten. If I, in case I broke up. Kindergarten class. So Someone didn't get the memo. <laughs> this About pr- pants. I know. Exactly. This principal hired a pole dancer. Now, I've actually seen the video, and there's a lot of video because a lot of people grabbed their cell phones and started shooting the video. In fact, you have a selection of several dozen uh, angles on this bad boy. And, of course, I watched it because I'm like, well, how bad could it have been? But I'll tell you what. It is uh, quite an erotic dance. And and I say that with all due respect to the dancer. She did a fabulous job because I liked mm, the dance. That's awkward. Now, she's wearing high heels, uh, shorty shorts, and a crop top, I believe they're called. Yep. Uh, she's a good-looking lady, and it, it's what makes this even worse. How is that possible, you ask? What makes this even worse? So the principal says, who's now been fired, the principal said, well, I didn't vet the act. Like, that's... Okay, so, so pole dancer didn't... Who, who... who <laughs> did the principal hire her? Yeah. He didn't... So... Mm. <laughs> now, we talked about pole dancing yeah. as a great form of exercise mm-hmm. just last week, a couple weeks ago. That's and right. yeah, it, it can be. Yeah. But there's, you know, varying degrees of pole sure. dancing. Well, I don't. Let's be real. Very many kindergarten students are probably going to get, you know, straight into pole dancing. But I'm so, not sure that in any way that there needs to. <laughs> it's, it was quite. I'm sorry. <laughs> so here's the deal. He didn't vet the act, the pole dancing act. Like, if, had the act been, um, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else. Bomb making. Would he be like, oh. well, I didn't realize the guy was going to make a bomb. Uh. Yeah, you had to know she was going to pole dance, right? But here's what makes it even worse, and how is that possible, again, uh, you ask, is that I guess the deal they made 
was that she would be able to advertise for yeah. her pole dancing school. So now none of the students. So those ads were directed at parents. So you've got you've got a picture. All these little kids, basically in shock. Surrounded by their parents, it's the first day of school, <laughs> her with a portable pole in high heels, uh, shorty shorts, and a crop top, uh, swinging around the pole, and ads placed throughout the gathering as to how parents can sign up for pole dancing. There was a journalist there whose kid was going to the school. It says more from the opening day of our kids' kindergarten crazy. We're trying to get them out of there and get our tuition back. They also had a bunch of adverts out for pole dancing school, most likely paid the principal to put them up. I mean, is it possible, in a statement to Chinese-English newspaper Global Times, the former principal, because as <laughs> I say, he's been fired, he issued an apology and said the school had failed to vet the dance routine before allowing the performance to go on. So, you know, I, I've dabbled in entertainment, and oftentimes, before you get hired, they want to know what you're going to do. It was a female principal. Yes. Who pole dances. So she actually has pole danced herself. She thinks it's a great form of exercise. So I guess she knew what was going to happen, but perhaps she didn't expect the pole dancer to show up in the outfit that she did. Or even still, though, when would pole dancing be the appropriate entertainment for the first day of kindergarten? That what? Wear pants to the meeting. You know, like that. <laughs> that shouldn't have to be written down anywhere. The journalist. So before our kids got out for kindergarten for the summer, there was 10 days of military activities and displays of machine guns and mortars at the door. And now the principal has welcomed them back with strip pole dancing on a flagpole bearing the PRC flag. She's gone nuts. Oh, just... Uh, by the way, in fairness uh, and in an effort to balance uh, the conversation, as we always do, several dads were okay with it. There were several who tweeted, hey, this is pretty cool. So not everybody was offended or anything like that. But even if you, like I say, I watched it and went, she's a pretty good pole dancer. Like, she's very athletic. But would I, would I agree to have that as the entertainment at my kid's kindergarten welcome breakfast? Probably not. It's a little early in the morning for that, I think. And in their life. You're just going to let me keep talking, aren't you? Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I think I should have probably stopped you about two minutes ago, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's just the audience. Okay, that's, yeah. Hold yep, it. Done. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.